0: All right, hey folks. Doug Turnbull here, holding a magic black box in my hand because we're going to do an Atlanta traffic podcast here. This is Smiley Martin McKay and Jason Durden, and um, we're going to we've done this, never done this before on Facebook Live, so we're going to try it here, and we we'll probably see some of your questions and comments if any of you dare to tune in and <laughs> uh, and uh, post up there. But check it out. We're going to uh, talk about Captain Herb today, talk about Braves traffic, and then we brought in Jason, especially not only to talk about Herb because he knew Herb, I think, longer than either of us. Yeah. But also because Jason spent more hours over the I eighty five collapse. So Are
1: you talking about something going on with eighty five.
0: Yeah. Yeah. How, how many hours do you think you spent over that thing?
1: Uh, probably at least fifteen so far.
0: Fifteen hours. Yeah. So you could have driven to like, like uh, Washington yeah. D.C. or better <laughs> New York City across or something. Country twice with that, you know. Oh gosh. Okay. <laughs> so, but before we get into that, today is uh, April the twelfth, and on this day three years ago, our three lives and a lot of people's lives radically changed. Uh, Captain Herb Emery was out in front of his house With his uh, buddy Sergeant Andy Cook And Karen doing some uh, yard work And car crashed in front of their house He went out there Pulled some people out of the car And started directing traffic And within a matter of moments uh, Collapsed because of a heart attack And there was this period of time guys Where I don't know how many Where you all were in the process Or what calls you were getting But I remember there was a time Where they thought that Herb was in a car wreck And there was a time that we knew he was in the hospital and then soon after we found out the bad news. So, uh, Jason, since you knew her the longest, I wanted to start with you and just talk about first off what, how you heard the news and then secondly, how it's hit you and sort of how it's inspired you coming out of the last three years.
1: Well, I was, when her passed away, I was actually out camping. I was in the middle of the woods with no cell service, no Wi-Fi or anything. Um, So I really didn't know about it firsthand. And I went for a walk, came across a cabin that had an open Wi-Fi and just kind of snuck on it real quick. You know, nobody was at the cabin. So snuck on real quick just to check email and my phone blew up with emails and and voicemails. And that's how I found out what happened. And so I'm scrambling, trying to find some news on it about it. And uh, I, like you said, I first thought that he had been in an accident. I didn't realize that he was actually helping somebody. I couldn't get back to Atlanta that day, so it was the next day on Sunday when I was able to get back to Atlanta and just uh, went home, dropped my stuff off, and went immediately out to the house to see Karen. And of course, y'all were out there, and uh, it was such a shock, and it's it's really still a shock. And and I was talking to somebody this morning here at the hangar. Um, in some ways, it seems like it was yesterday. In some ways, it seems like it was 10 years ago. Yeah. You know, it's kind of weird how when you lose somebody that that, that happens, where it's never—it's it, every day is a different thing. And for anybody that—you know, when you lose somebody close like that, it's—you think about them all the time, and even thinking about them all the time, though, it still sometimes doesn't click that the finality of it, that they're gone, and you're never going to see or talk to them again. So it's been rough for a lot of people, Um you know, what? what's really surprised me over the past three—well, uh, not really surprised me, but what's been really heartwarming to see is all the people that we have no idea who they are. We've never heard of them in our life before, and we all spent so much time with Herb, and, and not just talking about work, but talking about things in our personal lives. And he, all these people that he's helped, uh, even if it was just a kind word to him, that have come out of the woodwork and, and just told us these amazing stories about Herb that had he not passed away, we never would have known. Yeah. It, 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 it's it's amazing to hear that kind of stuff, and I know hearing that stuff still to this day uh, will bring tears to Karen Emery's eyes, and and just like a lot of ours too. Yeah, it, it's really overwhelming. Smiling,
0: what was? How did you sort of find out about stuff, and then what what sort of got lit in your heart, I guess, afterwards to try to. Change your behavior and change how you were going to move forward with not only your job but your free time too. About uh, as Captain Herb did.
2: Well, it was it was the Dogwood Festival. It was oh, the weekend of the Dogwood Festival, was. Uh, and was wrapping that day up, and got a text from of all people, uh, someone from uh, my dentist's office that said, "Sorry to hear about Captain oh, wow. Herb." And I, that was the first alert, and then you start cross referencing that as you were doing three years ago, probably even more so now. You start cross referencing any kind of news with social media and social media then confirmed, and then of course um, our bosses got in touch with us, and so it it, it was pretty quickly in learning it, you know, you're just the kick in the gut. Um, the heartwarming aspect, like Jason said, the the folks all around Metro Atlanta, and then it makes you want to do more for people. And whether it's in our daily job, trying to get people commuting in and out of the city, uh, attending events, doing more of the schools, which you know pick up pick up some of what he picked up. And you had the numbers that first uh, year after the fact, how many Herb, uh, how many events Herb did, and then we had to scramble to try and do half of what he did uh, as right. one person. <laughs> so the community service really kicked it up for me. Uh, nationally, internationally, was my job before. Four, uh, on, on, a, on a media sense um, and then I was back into kind of back to where I was and career wise back into local uh, and, and see the power of uh, local media whether it's radio or television and to see how uh, you really become a friend to somebody uh, even though you may not know them on the other side of the TV screen or the radio speaker. Well, we
0: see some of those friends uh, jo- joined in right now, like Cake Lady Melanie uh, ja- Jackson Strangers on there. And so, and she's been somebody who I know has really stepped up and uh, joined with our traffic team a lot. So, for those listening on the podcast, we'll, we'll have this recorded for you. You can hear it anytime you want. And thanks for everybody that's joining in. And it keeps getting kicked off of Facebook Live because we're on a pretty weak wireless signal. So, uh, I feel the same way as both of you all. It. It feels like it was very recent in some instances and I think I and I've been told and y'all are a little older than me, but I've been told, you know, as you get older the time passes faster and things that, that are twenty true. twenty years ago seem to be like right now and, and but but in some ways so much has happened since then it feels like a long long ago as well. But I think all of the tributes that you guys have done yourselves that we have all three as a as a group have seen done make it seem very recent, and then there's all the stuff that's happened since then. In fact, I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to put some thoughts together right now. I'll write up a blog or whatever, and one of those is just how, how many things have happened since—how many traffic catastrophes have happened <laughs> since Captain Herb passed away. As many as he covered, we've seen the plane almost two years ago go down on right. 285. How many bad weather instances? How many red alerts? How many—
1: you know, trucks that have it's flipped over. A it. total number of things that he would have been all over. I mean, I I mentioned on Facebook this morning that, it, especially these days with this 85 mess, it, it's hard not to think about Captain Herman. What would he do? How would he be covering this? And that's I think about that a lot while I'm up there and, and covering this, and I'm sure y'all do as well. I think
2: that he basically, you know, in terms of the people that he installed in these positions, if you were a slacker, you know, you weren't going to work for her. <laughs> this yes. isn't your deal to you cover. You are yeah. not going to. So you think about that. And then just the innate nature that people have in our industry and the people that work at this company that we work for uh, will not necessarily have it long because you, you kick into an extra gear. And uh, Herb certainly put that out there because uh, it didn't remember the snow jam and, and the hours he was working. And right. you just think now it's what we do. And then you take it to a different level knowing that Herb did it for so long and you're honoring him. Oh, yes.
0: And now we have a whole wave of people in our traffic team. And for those that listen astutely to WSB, you're hearing a lot of new names now. You're hearing David Hubbard and Nisi Shaw and Jill Nelson and even Veronica Harrell. She's on more with us than she used to be. And people that didn't really work a whole lot or any under Captain Herb. But I think the systems that he put in place years ago, I mean, before I started working with it, even, that, you know, are starting to filter down. And it, it's really, to me, shows what a legend the guy was yeah. that that these people are buying into it.
2: And it's it. I think first and foremost, it comes from the interconnection that we have with our listeners and viewers through the Traffic Trooper Network. I right. mean, every first of all, you've got these people that are stuck in traffic, and they want to play a part in it. Herb put that infrastructure in place for us to benefit from that real-time traffic, people who are stuck out there. And, though, by the way, when we have our Traffic Trooper lunches, they are our friends, and it's a family reunion as well.
1: Right. You know, of course, WSB Radio has been doing traffic for uh, – Longer than we've all been alive, you know. Um, But Herb put traffic on the map with Mm -hmm. WSB Mm -hmm. Radio. He built what is now triple team traffic. It, It, you know, the traffic reports were always great before, but he took it not just to the next level, but about two or three levels above that, and... That 's still the way it is today. it 's still going strong today with you guys that are up there carrying the load in the helicopter in the afternoon, and, and you all, too. And all the great pe- <laughs> Well, thank you, but, but all the great people that are down in the traffic center as well, and that 's something that y 'all picked up from him. To know okay well he's gone now but he taught us well enough that we can carry this on and do it just as he did
2: and let's give also a heads up to our great management uh, team and oh exactly and oh, what sure. knowing that traffic and what this city and the, what this region has to deal with and the commitment to traffic
1: uh that goes above and beyond our pay, pay grades well there are some I, I think stations that when herb was a star on wsb and you know he was the traffic reporter and so they that was really built up and but there were some stations that when they lose that star well Maybe they're, not, they're going to back off a little bit on it, but not Pete Spriggs and not WSB well, Radio. And, and think about you know, Keith Calland was sort of Herb's kind of, I mean, I don't want right. to say arch rival,
0: but he was a, competition. Right, right. And, a competition. And really, that was there were several signals to the beginning of the end of WGST, but certainly I don't recall the person that replaced Keith Calland. I know there are right. different people that we know of that had that job, but there wasn't the person that grabbed it by the horns. And, and what's actually great about our station is, is we didn't create a situation where one person had to step into the limelight. You know, Smilin and I, for those that don't know, Smilin's, this is a God thing. Just like how Herb's death was so poetic, Smilin's almost 30 year job at CNN International was ending in the same two month. Weeks after or, Herb right, two weeks out, yeah. And and so that, that gave the perfect opportunity to where, you know, I didn't have to do both things. You didn't have to, do, you, you did morning drive and I did PM drive. What was it like? Monday morning, I guess,
2: oh, April the fourteenth at four thirty a.m. You remember, you know, that, what we talk about? Some things that happened yesterday, some things that happened three years ago, or yeah. beyond. Uh, how about being greeted by Dave Huddleston and his camera crew out here before we took off in the skycopter that oh, morning? Wow. All right, that that was one thing, one part of it, because Channel Two was all over it. Uh, the other was the tributes that were being uh, given to Herb uh, by Scott Slade. Just mm. incredible class and dignity. Oh, by the way, once the tributes were given, then we had to do traffic. You talk about switching gears quickly. That's a tough thing to do a lot of times. Had to, you know, rebound from that and then just get into your job and go moving forward. But um, I think we, the one thing that I say, and I've said this to people about this, it wasn't as if, I mean, it was an Easter, I think it was Easter weekend. There's so many, oh yeah, it was. There's so many layers to that, that people coming that Monday morning were, were driving in, likely hearing it for the first time in the WSB television and radio um, tributes to herb that maybe that's the first time they had heard it and i always thought it's it, as shocking as it was they're not saying well, who's that guy doing traffic because i had had 13 years of filling right. in for him so it wasn't as if oh my god captain herb is gone who's that guy so it was a uh it was a comforting transition that we had familiar voices in all three of us and others to uh help a community that was in mourning
0: well and so I think this if this had happened at a different place, and if we'd had, you, you talk about our management team, our program director Pete Spriggs, our news director Chris Camp, who had also been at our station for a legacy amount of time and are still there, if it had been a bunch of, as Herbert would say, a bunch of hot shots <laughs> running the deal, but if it had been people like that, they would have done some kind of nationwide search and found the guy or the girl and put them in place to get the star power, just like they do in morning shows and they have turnovers in morning shows. And fortunately, her had built an infrastructure on the traffic team, not just for the slots of the helicopter, but for other people in other parts of the team to step up into places. We have Ashley, that Frasca that produces in the mornings now instead of me. Of course, Aram is still carrying the torch on TV and, and on his weeknight talk show. Alex Williams really didn't join our traffic team until after... Captain Herb passed a few months after. And so, you know, all these things, all these people rose to the occasion and did the job. Well, one thing I want to mention, and speaking of Captain Herb, right before his death, was in the midst of planning the first ever, what was then going to be called the Toys for Tots, I guess, motorcycle ride Mm -hmm. out of Fred's Barbecue House. And as it turned out, he passed away right before it. And so they turned it around. They were in the middle of planning it. And the guys at Fred's, Fred and Todd Harris, turned it around and made it, the Captain Herb Memorial Ride, and all of a sudden now, we're about to have our fourth annual one, and Herb didn't get to attend any of them. It's going to be May the 20th. Uh, I su- assume I'll see you fellas out there. Of course, yes. Yeah, yep. What? hopefully
2: what, uh, a lot of our listeners and viewers here. Yeah,
0: right. so, so May the 20th on Saturday, there will not be an arts and crafts show afterwards. It'll really be just motorcycle riders, but you can still come out. I don't ride a bike. I will probably never
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you
0: know i get just like i don't fly the we don't fly the helicopter none of us i will not be on a motorcycle but i will certainly be out there and honoring captain herb